Well, I'm not a millennial. They know nothing about Office 365. After a good single malt, you sound like one. What can I get you guys? Oh, the usual podcast whiskey, something unique. This is a well-stacked bar. We've got a lot to cover, Steve, so let's pace ourselves. Or an extra whiskey tonight for all those cloud technology heroes. That's just an excuse. We are the heroes. What are you talking about? Our podcast, Office 365 Distilled. Hey, Moraine. Episode 51, my friend. 51. And what's even more, we made it until the year 2021. 51 in 2021, which, of course, reminds me. One, two, three. Happy Happy New New Year, Year. everybody. Yay. Yeah. I'm fairly sure everybody goes, yeah, okay, we go again. Although by the time this goes out, it'll be the end of January. So Everybody will be vaccinated by then. We can all go out and we, yes, we can all just the world will change. do all the crazy stuff that we used to we do. We might get to Japan in March. Um, yeah, let's hope so. I really, I really, really, really hope so. By the way, did you see that Microsoft already announced the date for their March ignite so they're doing a, a second ignite now in march just a few days oh, well just a few days it's always just a few days but there's going to be an ignite event i think the second to the fourth of march i hadn't seen it no something like that yeah uh, to be honest i'm kind of getting fed up with these virtual events yes you know, yes they, they yes. They're kind of yes they really are the same yes it, it feels like i'm standing in exactly the same place and seeing sort of presentations in exactly the same way that actually, you know, the fact is I am standing in exactly the same place and watching these different presentations. So, yeah, no, it's it, difficult. It's, it's 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 the same thing with, with the whole working from home. So what I normally do is in the morning, I put on my suit, I step into my car, I drive somewhere and that is work. So that automatically puts my head into work mode. And now I just get up, take a shower, put on a hoodie instead of my nice uh, suit, just a hoodie, and I'll just plump into my desk chair, and then I'll just work there, and yeah. I think you, so should, I, I don't I think you should mix it up a little bit. I think you should mix it up a little bit, okay? And only put a shirt and jacket on, and be completely naked for the rest of the way down. <laughs> Have your desk in stand-up mode yes. and then just spend the whole day with a sly grin on your face yes. in all the meetings you attend. Yes. Yeah. So if anybody joins a meeting with Moren <laughs> and he has a sly grin on his face, you need to ask him whether he has trousers and pants on. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Anyway. It's a strange world. Okay. But we've uh, started off by talking about whiskey again, which we kind of said that we didn't want to do that because we know not everybody likes it. But, hey, we did it anyway. Well, we're just talking about travels. We are. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. So did you have a good holiday break? Because it's been a whole month. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, I, I was listening to, um, to some people uh, before as well, and um, actually, uh, Matt and uh, I forgot is it the other name. Okay, scratch it out. So I was listening to another podcast uh, earlier today where they were also discussing their holidays, and one guy said it was everything I wanted it to be. It was unremarkable. 
but Unrevolved. he could really switch off from work and that was something that i couldn't do i i but i, I always have a hard time You'd switching off from work so to be honest it wasn't the cool down period that i would that i really wanted it to be um so but well it, the rest was good i've had lots oops, lots of uh great food and so i gained a few christmas kilos but that's all good so yeah well i lost a few christmas kilos so i was good. being a little careful so that yeah. was good from my perspective nice um and of course getting away from work didn't help when we spent eight hours recording stuff for our new for whiskey, our new whiskey thing. video yeah. channel exactly which yeah. is currently being uh, played around with a mix down so maybe people but get to see that it was good fun it was great fun <laughs> that was a good day that was yeah. uh, especially when we kept missing the recording when we were tasting one of the particular whiskies and we had to taste it twice three, three times. times three times actually <laughs> yes so then then the yeah the question was of course so is that a bad thing that we have to Drink whiskey three times. Yeah, it was good fun. It was good fun. So uh, how are you getting on with uh, the old restaurant takeaway stuff? Oh, I, I just, I, I almost never do that. I oh, just We do it all the time. Yeah. I have to say. And uh, Saturday, I went to the Wild Geese in uh, Brussels. So I saw your tweet, yeah, Facebook thing. It was, yeah. it was mm -hmm. really, really good fun. So it's an Irish bar. Okay. And if when they wake up, we really should go and do something there on... Uh, for their breakfast they do a sunday brunch breakfast is just mm. to die for oh, it okay. really is and their whiskey wall and the whiskey lists are, are just amazing mm. and so the, i took one of my flavia boxes with the three little bottles in and i chose the three and then they didn't last an hour i drank them all here that night so i kind of staggered up the stairs it was a really nice <laughs> <laughs> interesting selection okay. of uh, irish whiskies but good uh, good yeah it was good fun nice and then the, when the missus went you know i can't work out why that meal costs so much money <laughs> mm. yeah, well, you know, <laughs> but it was good fun. But what was fun? We sat in the car eating the food. You know, the, it was a cold day, and we kind of picnicked in the car, which was uh, oh, that's yeah, cool. So I did that in the summertime with my daughter because I'm 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 always trying to be a good dad and giving her quality food with lots of vitamins and stuff like that. Uh, but then somewhere in the summer, I was fed up with cooking, so I took her to McDonald's. And then we also just sat in the car eating their hamburger and our french fries and she just loved it. So that's brilliant. Anyway. So the last podcast, if you remember, we talked about this idea of maturity levels. Exactly. And I yes. really hope people enjoyed that because I love to doing that. And I really yeah. spent a lot of time over Christmas researching that a little bit more and maybe even getting some of it right. And <laughs> For <laughs> once. No, no, okay. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. Um, but of course... It, it provoked a few other thoughts about, you know, the tools and, and how you judge them. And, and yeah. then you sent me this awesome link that you'd been uh, looking at, uh, which is the modern collaboration architecture. Yes. Or mocha, which is mocha. back to coffee again. Yes. Well, I, mocha always sounds to me like ice cream. Chocolate ice cream, um, Chocolate the coffee, coffee, ice, cream. coffee yeah. ice cream. That's to me, that's mocha. So I immediately have pleasant thoughts when I hear this. But it is the modern collaboration architecture. So yeah. it's kind of a, it's not really. Well, Microsoft tries to sell that as a framework. Well, I think they do. They, they, if we saw from Ignite this year, from the sessions, they were really trying to get to talk about people's mind and and not just about adoption and change now, but actually getting people in the right place 
yeah. for what they need to do. Mm -hmm. And I think because of the fact we're all working from home, it's more important that you get your mind in the right place rather than, you know, the physical things change so much. True. And yeah. you can I stand in front of this desk here where I I spend twelve hours here a day probably. And you do need to get away from it, you know? So crap yes. T V uh, is my my turn off at the end of the day, and the new series of MasterChef's just started. So <laughs> hey, I have I have my my fifty minutes of switching off again mm -hmm, now at the end mm -hmm. of the day, which is pretty cool. Okay, but what they're basically saying uh, was was at Ignite was that we need to take time to kind of meditate. They were doing yoga, wasn't they? And, yeah, with the, the whole headspace thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, um, and so they're basically looking at how as an individual we work. Mm -hmm. uh, we collaborate, and they uh, anybody that wants to go to see to look at this, it's called Mocha on a Page, which is a great overview of the model that we're going to talk about because it kind of appealed to both of us, didn't it? Yes, and with a, with a bunch of ideas. So um, effectively, they they break it into three. They talk about community team, and they talk about the individual. True, and, and that's basically how this how this pans out. Yeah, um, and we'll talk about some of the figures that they get to, but maybe we just need to define what those kinds of things are. Because whenever we talk about community, we always end up talking about the wider community, don't we? Yes. Outside of the yes. organization. Exactly, yeah. But there's so a community inside an organization that we naturally or don't even normally think about. That's true, that's true. So there's also a PowerPoint. Uh, so basically what, they, what Microsoft have done, they've built a brilliant infographic. That's basically what they've done. But also on the uh, on the site where you can all get this. So this is the adoption.microsoft.com site. And if you then go into topics, you will find the Mocha uh, thing. But they also brought uh, uh, they broke this broke down, down. Yep. into a PowerPoint, um, which I think tells a really good story because they just talk about all these different uh, building blocks that you have on the infographic. Yeah, and I think it depends on how your brain works, talking about mind shifting. Uh, this as you well. know, yes. you, you picked up the PowerPoint because I can go from one to the next to the next and build the story. Yeah. I just love the chaos of this mocker on a page <laughs> because I can kind of see the model and the direction yes. it's going in. Yes. And, and of course, and the drawing, they, they talk about it being a circle. Of course, we know it's a circle. You know, yeah. I learn new skills. I grow as an individual. I perform better. I do better things for the company. And then I grow again to my next level. And of course, that's our career progression. So I kind of see that flow around this drawing here. Um, and they say the community plays a really cool part in that. True. And that's where um, we learn, grow, innovate, and stay engaged, apparently. That's how they define it, which is pretty cool. And if you mm -hmm. think about where LinkedIn is going, with yes. all the training stuff exactly. going on yeah. there, yeah, yeah. Uh, Microsoft True. are obviously True. supporting that. Yeah. Um, and then what they do, which we'll get into again a little bit later on, they say, well, in that community area, then these are the generally the tools that would use within the organization. Because that's where we started talking about this a few days ago, is, you know, um, I wanted to kind of compare collaborating in MS Teams and collaboration in SharePoint. And, yeah, and then exactly. you, you said, hey, we should perhaps look at uh, the right tool for the job, which is part of this adoption stuff as well. So yeah, that's this, where it came to. So it's cool. This infographic really, uh, really addresses that question. It what does. tool do I use when? So if you're a company that has done nothing with uh, Office 365 or nothing with 
modern work uh, whatsoever, uh, then I think this would be a really uh, eye-opener to see where you could uh, move uh, next. Yeah, I, I think it, it adds that in. And again, I think all on the one page. So mm -hmm. as, a, as an organization, let's start there. So we all, we all belong with a company as an organization you know and this is where you know the structure is like managing shift work corporate communications live videos yeah. so that's where the organization driven stuff the intranet kind of exactly content. all the news the the yeah those and, and we're all part of that you know yeah. we collect the information the enterprise document store all that stuff so kind of that's where we start and then we start to get into the enabling ourselves and when we enable ourselves that's when they talk about we are part of community, we're part of team, and we're, we're individuals. So we said we start with a community where basically they're saying that, you know, this is where it's an option. Community is not a mandatory thing. So it's, it's no. where we, we learn from each other exactly. and optional. Yeah. In my office, when I have an office, and this is what is difficult now, that's the 15th floor where the best coffee machine was. Of course, and so probably where the managers yeah, waiting are. Waiting with yeah. the label on my chair, you know, that you would go and have half an hour talking to somebody, being mentored by somebody, innovating on new ideas, bullshitting around the way that the organization should be yeah. done because everybody's doing it wrong. You know, that kind <laughs> of thing. <laughs> yep. Hey, you know, mm -hmm. if it's not yeah. broke, break it yeah. and make it better. Um, so so that's that kind of community. And, and the, in a virtual world, of course, there's a really good set of tools for doing things like that, which, mm -hmm. of course, is Yammer and Teams yeah. messaging and those yeah. kinds of things. Um, well, as you said, the intranet and things like that, yeah. Yeah. So so here, this is where you get a lot of uh, interest and, and facilitation, um, the kind of the, the groups of people that you, you talk to each other with, the, the community calls, um, building on ideas. You know, so being able to take part in conversations. So if somebody posts something on the internet and, you know, you make a comment or you advise, you know, yes, when we go for lunch, we do this is the restaurant tour. You know, I found one of my best Japanese restaurants in Brussels the same way by okay. having that two-minute conversation with somebody that spends his time going for lunch every day. Oh, yeah, you nice. need to go to Sankira around the corner. Oh, How okay. did you know this? Well, you know, I've been working in this office 15 years and I enjoy going to a different place for lunch every day. So he became my really? go-to community guy for, I need somewhere for lunch for Sunday. Oh, yeah, you need to go there. Yeah, nice. Brilliant. Nice. But, but that's okay, part okay. of that community. Yes. And it's important. And we do grow from it, of course. Yeah. Uh, especially. As yes, you if you do lots of nice lunches, nice lunches. Your, your tummy gets to grow <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I totally understand what you mean. Yeah. But, no. but it's also the place where you meet people that you would not normally meet in your team or as an individual. Yes, exactly. That's yes. the point. Yes. Your knowledge management at this point is diverse. Ooh. Your capture experience yes. is different to yes. what you would normally have. Yes, in and your it's meetings. not necessarily the things that you need to know in order to do your job better, but it's all the stuff around it. Yeah, the stuff that makes you better, that makes you yes. think differently, yes. that makes you understand yeah. the company from a different perspective. Yeah, that gets you engaged, that makes you trust. That is an awesome word, the yeah. engagement, yes, yes, with those other people. Okay. But how do you do that then now? Yes. It's, it's not like you can just 
build it and everybody will come that's something that's been proven not uh, helpful at all no. so how do you do that yes that's a good question i think that all comes down back to our whole uh, change in adoption program that we talked about in episode 46 and 11 and 12 and 13 and 14 and all the other ones that we talked about are you sure we talk yes every once in a while between two sips of whiskey we we try to make something tangible sensible yeah i'll throw something at you i think that when we're actually working, and we are people, people, of course, you know, as a, mm -hmm. as a, a, a animals, we... Extroverts. Exactly. Yes. People would like to talk to people. We would talk around the copper machine. We would do this. I think I mentioned before, I remember many years ago, Ford Motor Company was getting really annoyed that the unions and the newspapers were getting the stories first and not, uh, before the staff. So yeah. they set up video machines, buy every coffee machine so they could... Televisions, because that's where people congregate so your community oh, was is that is that were they the first to do that i well it's lo a long time ago i don't think i had a gray air then so but i just remember that globally in all of the uh, ford factories designs offices around the world they put in televisions around okay coffee machines just yeah. to be able to put that video network in just to get the information across to everybody yeah. and not just the press and... and yeah, exactly. They oh, wanted to okay. get the news story out first <gasps> before the press. Brilliant. And what was... I'll show you. I'll tell you how old it is. I had to put coax cable in to feed the TVs. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, what I'm trying to say is that those coffee machines, they, the community is set up from the bottom upwards. Mm -hmm. True. But today, I put to you that the community has to be driven from the top downwards when we're working from home in that it tends to be the managers and the leaders of the organization that say hey why don't we start the week with a coffee so i'm just going to make a regular meeting nine o'clock on a monday morning and i'm going to drive a little bit of informal kickoff conversation not to talk about work just to talk about the weekend because we actually make decisions based upon what we see on the screen and when your boss sends you an email to say hey i'm organizing a social event then you tend to attend if you just get an email saying, hey, guys, let's have a drink after work today. Um, and it tends not to be the same kind of thing. Yes and no. I think it really depends on on the type of person that your boss is. So, for example, I, I've had a few managers in my life. Of course. When he uh, or she would uh, say something on Yammer, for example, or on themes like everybody just post one picture that or one gif that describes your weekend or something like that something that would really work in a in on twitter or something like that uh that would really get people engaged i know some people that would do that and then nobody would want to do that because it's it's a boss boss and well, it's not a friendly it's not casper the friendly boss ghost so well i guess what i'm trying to say is that i think it's more difficult for people to be able to not focus to be able to focus on community type stuff as opposed to work type stuff because you know i'm here to work and it's difficult to work from home and so i just need to focus on doing the work yeah whereas i think if your boss sets something up there's a bit more of an authority behind it and maybe i'm wrong no i'm just well, throwing out there i, I think idea. i think that's definitely something for a whole podcast because there are so many things that <laughs> that we could talk about because for example how many 
of that time do you want to spend? I think that's something that, that we've got in the infograph as well. How much time do you want to spend into community, not work, while you're actually at work? So how much time do you want to be paid to put gifts of your weekend on there instead of finishing that report? But how much of your day do you spend sitting at somebody's desk catching up with stuff before you start talking about work? More than you probably think. Probably, yes. Jumping into somebody yes. in the corridor, starting yes. a morning conversation with six different people. Yeah. No, ab absolutely. And so it happens. And it's it's, part it's part just of that process. people might be afraid of putting too much time in the community while they should be working or something like that. I'll give you some examples this week, or one example this week. So uh, it actually happened today. Might have been yesterday. But I got a, a, a message on the messenger that said, hey, it's Teresa. Uh, da, 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 how you doing? Happy New Year. I've just got back to work today. So I'm, I started, oh, really? You know, you had a nice long break. Hope everything went well. Yeah, we moved house. And I'm, so I'm now having this message conversation. I didn't want to have that message at that time because I'd allocated those two hours to get stuck into building a bunch of SharePoint pages because I'm trying to put the service catalog online and all right. But you can't kind of just say, you know, no, it's brilliant to see you, but we'll catch up later over coffee because I have to go. Yeah. When you're online, you get dragged into these yes. conversations. It's yes. that much more difficult. Yes. But anyway, that's just community. Um, and the tools around there, yeah. you know, uh, community well, that's, events, that's work as well. Yeah. innovation. Yeah, no, of course yeah. it is. And then we have the individual. So part of this collaboration architecture talks about you. And you, are, of course, are more and more important now. I know, I am more and more isn't. important. You yes. are very important. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> so, uh, as an individual, um, we have to kind of work out how I can organize myself to be effective and yes. how I can best use my skills. Mm. Now, listen, I live in an agile world. I love the whole agile process. So, making sure the right person is doing the right work mm -hmm. is where you get a lot of the real value. So, I do get this. But of course, if you don't meet people on a regular basis, you're not always sure about where their skills are. It's that much more difficult it's to true. see them. No, it's true. But yeah. So um, basically, as individuals, there's a number of things that we do. We chat with other people, of course. Yeah. Um, and we spend time doing that automated routine tasks, the things we have to do, fill out the timesheets every day, sign in every day in the morning, yeah. run those reports, complete those statistics, prepare that dashboard, that kind of stuff. My files, my tasks, managing my time. My, you know, yeah, my calendar, my meetings. Exactly. True. Yes, so yes. All of that kind of yeah. individual stuff. And the, this graph here, which, which is a wonderful thing, that look on the top right-hand side there, the development documents. And you get all those nice office icons all listed against developed documents. Excel, yes. notes, <laughs> Word, PowerPoint. Uh, oh, look, that what's publisher? that S? What's no, that that's not there? Sway, it's SharePoint. That's, no, it's not that Sway because it's a square box look. It's uh, not no. SharePoint. There's no bubbly bits. Oh, it's it sway. is Sway. It you is see? Sway. It's sway. Oh, oh. <laughs> so it must be an old document then. Oh, okay. Now I lost complete faith in the whole Mocha architecture. I actually oh. have to, it is an old document because it had the old icon on here for um, uh, Power Automate rather than the new one. So <laughs> I thought, oh, that's the old one. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But so as an individual, um, you know, skills, experiences, mindsets, my measurement and all that kind of stuff, yeah. that's equally important. And it's, it really is 
a part of collaboration. It's it's true. It's when, yes. it's when you do collaboration on your own. Now, there's probably a word or two for that that describes that better. But anyway, when you're collaborating on your own, then there's value in that. It's part of developing yourself and not getting depressed working in the office and not talking to people. That's true. Making yes. time to do community. Yes. Making time to respond to those messages. True. Instead of kind of refocus. Being prepared to say, you know, I know that's what I was going to do, but I couldn't do it any time I want. I'm in control of my own future and time. As I an know. And for some people that works very well. And for other people who really need structure and who really need an, a start and an end date and, and strict deadlines, doesn't work that well. But there are tools here that would do that. Managing my tasks, managing my time. So there are tools if they want to be able to put them into place. And some people do use them that way. Yes, but I know myself. So, for example, when I need to speak, when I need to deliver a new session in three months' time, when will I build that session? Around 48 hours before I have to give it. So, when you get onto the adoption <laughs> of Microsoft.com, don't tell anybody, but I do know that pain. Yeah. Okay. So, there's also uh, an individual assessment spreadsheet you can download from yeah. the site. And uh, I kind of just brought it up here, but just to give you some idea of the questions they ask you. The first one is, I use email only for one-way instructional communication. Who does that? I don't know. And I make time in my calendar to complete my outstanding tasks. Oh, well, that is one of the things that the, um, the, uh, um, the daily email, the Cortana email, it, one of the things is like, did you book enough quiet time for yourself in order to do all, all these tasks? Uh, the point I'm saying here yeah. is, would you, would you, if you're talking about you as an individual, because you basically go down here and you score everything. So I make time in my calendar, complete my outstanding tasks. Strongly agree. Agree, neutral, disagree, or strongly disagree? I, I, I would agree that I try to do that. <laughs> That's yes. Try is not but, on here. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I strongly disagree. I never make time to do my tasks. So, but anyway, it's the sign of the, we'll perhaps come back to this here yeah. in a minute, but it's a really useful exercise and there's a team option, community option and all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's community and that's individual. Yeah. And then we get to the third area. Go on, move on to your next slide. The team. Tell everybody what it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, we're actually, we're actually working all upside down. Uh, so the, the PowerPoint uh, actually starts from the individual okay um, and then moves into uh, teamwork because as an individual you need to build your own workspace and you need to have all your tasks and all your calendars ready and then you need to perform in a team because you alone well you're not alone in the company you have to work together with other people in order to achieve something so you need to perform and that's why you need a team and a team is group of individuals with interdependent activities that work together towards a common goal. I love that definition. I'm pretty sure I've seen it before somewhere, but I just love that. That's okay. That works for you, but is it true? I hope so. Mm. I hope so. Organizational structure, team, all working to a common goal. It's got the problem I have with it is when it says a common goal. Uh, yes, but that's the goal that you need to decide because, for example, if we're doing a project, we have a goal. 
we have to build a report we have to build a machine we have to fix something we have to oh, that sounds like one goal yes exactly uh, but you mentioned at least 10 uh, yes because we never have one goal as a no, team. No, that's why we're also not just in one team. Aye, these that's days. true, of course. Aye, yeah. true. So we have to decide what to... No, the dog has now run away again. We're having dog trouble tonight, people. You've heard yeah. the dog barking in the past. And uh, she can't make her mind up whether she wants to be inside or outside today. So if you hear her tapping on the door, it's not Moraine trying to get in. It is actually the dog <laughs> <laughs> tapping on the glass. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I, I, I agree. I like the definition yes. too. I think that having that goal, and again, from an agile perspective, sprint goals are always something that we try and define. Exactly. So that yes. everything you do is aiming towards that one goal and you try and, and focus that. Yeah. Um, but but that's, that's, that's pretty cool. The characteristics I quite like as the team here. So, you know, the things that you're assessing when you look at within the team or your skills, you're looking for outcomes. So you're being able to say, yes, we did that or we yep. did not do mm -hmm. that or we yep. failed to do that. Hey, yep. we learned from that. True. And some leadership skills in there. There's processes, definitely processes driven mm -hmm. uh, and roles and responsibilities and being a member of the team, being part of yes. that team. Yeah. So those kinds of skills are, are all in there. Yeah. And the, the team's definition that they put against the icon here, we are collaborate, uh, where we collaborate to deliver initiatives and outcomes. I thought was a, a great it's way of brilliant. describing yes. the work they do. It's I just love this. It's quite cool. And of course, we get lots and lots of different tools in use here now within the team. Exactly. So yes. This is where we get a lot more diversity. Yeah. So of course, most of it is all Teams because Teams is the place where you do teamwork in the Microsoft uh, world ecosystem ecosystem sphere thingy. Yes, exactly. But then, of course, that is interlinked with SharePoint, of course, to store your files. And then you've got Planner to do your tasks and OneNote to capture all kinds of best practices and your meeting reports and things like that. So oh, That is yeah. so wrong, though, isn't it? Why would you capture best practice in OneNote? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Where else would you write it down? Uh, how about in a site, on a page, in a document, even even on a sway? Well, what's what's the difference? They're all searchable. They're all findable. They're all one note. Yeah. It's for notes. It's not for published okay, content. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I kind of get that, but. I get that. Anyway, just yeah. an observation. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. We don't have yeah. to agree with everything on here. Uh, no. So, uh, Microsoft, true. you true. got that wrong. Yes. Satya, well, this is your document. I saw your picture at the top. That <laughs> one is wrong. You need to go change that, mate. Yes. Together with the uh, Flow uh, Power Automate uh, yes, the uh, icon. icon Bring as it well. up to yes. date. But also, and that is uh, funny that it's there as well, um, you've got the Outlook icon to manage our time. And that's funny <laughs> because today I made a, a YouTube video around the new released um, uh, channel calendar uh, functionality. So what you can do now is uh, when you've got a team, you've got 25 channels, uh, let's say. So every channel can have its own calendar. Wow. And of course, that calendar is stored in your group calendar because 
the team is a group and then the group has a mailbox and a calendar and stuff like that yes so does it roll those calendars up yes into okay. the group calendar well, that's yes. pretty cool, actually. That's pretty cool. But have you ever tried to find that group calendar to actually show it somewhere? I have actually tried to find that group calendar, and it's bloody difficult. It is. Uh, that's I why I think it's funny that it's there, because <laughs> it's fucking... <laughs> no, no, I had no, no, let, let me rephrase I that. It's, the, it's difficult when you create a team in Teams, then it's super difficult to actually find that again. But when you start from a group, so for example, if when you start by creating a SharePoint site and you then upgrade that into a team, then it's pretty easy because then it will probably show up in Outlook, in your groups, and your shared uh, groups and Agreed. calendars. But if you start from teams, it's not going to show up in Outlook because that's one of the characteristics. Blah, 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 blah. Characteristics. Exactly. And this is those. before you've drank the wee beastie. I know, um, but it's 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 one of the settings that you can set in the in the group settings in in, in Azure AD. But um, yeah, it's it's not gonna gonna show up in Outlook because you created it in Teams and you're gonna use Teams as a collaboration communication thing and you're not gonna use Outlook, but so it, it shouldn't appear. But then it, even then, it's freaking difficult. But it still rolls up. Yes. Good. So it rolls up, but you'll never be able to find it. Exactly. Excellent. And it's not visually different. It doesn't have a visual Does representation. It, it doesn't change the title. Color. It's just not doing any of that. There's still a little work to do here then. Yes. Use a voice. I think so. Make yes. some suggestions. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Cool, yes. cool, cool. And cool, it's cool. also pretty funny if you want to show that calendar then, for example, in SharePoint. Because there's a group calendar web part. That is pretty shitty, to be honest. <laughs> it actually just says, okay, these are the, the three upcoming events, something like that. It's not giving you like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday yeah. like calendar, calendar view. view. No. I just love it when we're so positive around our podcasts, when yes. we have one of those days when yeah. you know, everything's there. It's cool. <laughs> but being positive, uh -huh. there's, there's also a few other things in here. Um, uh, manage performance, so they bring out the Power BI and the, yes. the Power Platform. Yes. Um, yes. And obviously chat, we cover uh, screen presentations. And then, of course, we get the ID8 stuff, you know, the whiteboard stuff to be able, yeah. to, to, be able to create things like this. Uh, and I think this, this concept of team here, I, th I really quite like it, even though we're sort of managing our time and our team tasks. But they mm. bring the tools around. So... In the individual basis, talking about managing my tasks, obviously they reference to-do. Um, in the teams, of course, managing team tasks, they uh, reference a planner um, exactly. and yep. uh, one or two of yep. the other apps. I do have one quick query on this. So um, scheduling work dependencies, oh, I guess that's project. Mm -hmm. And planner is... Go green sticks to go down in planner and across for project. Yeah, so so you can Clever. only do mocha if you got really lots of money to pay for that project license stuff like that. Yeah, Is otherwise mocha, you, yeah, otherwise it will be mocha light and just doesn't right, taste like, like coffee like, at all. I, I need to stop you here, Marine, Okay, <laughs> go on, give me something positive. Go on, off you go. No, now. no, no. I I love this diagram. I love this infographic. <laughs> it is brilliant. Yes. It because is just easy, though, isn't it, to pick on the bits that keep tripping me up and, of course. You know, and we of touch course. them all very often. Yes, of course. And as I, thi I think it's 
something that you can bring to your customer, but that you need to tweak depending on your customer, depending on how they work, depending on how they want to work, depending on what, what type of customer it is, you will probably want to tweak some things and you want to yeah, do some things different. Because as we said before we uh, were recording, uh, this is really a template or an architecture to use in, in large organizations. So if exactly. you just, yeah, if you just have a, I've, I've got a customer, they're, they're just 60 people. I'm, I'm not going to use this full uh, architecture for them right there. So that's, that's not going to. Uh, but I think it's the same with everything, isn't it? You, you apply the bits that add value. Of course. You apply yes. the bits that will work, that people yeah. will understand. Exactly. Um, yeah. But we, we, we talked about levels of maturity. Yeah. Um, and uh, level one, two, and three, most people get to two quite quickly. Mm -hmm. And it's when they get to two, they start to go, yeah, but what tool do I use to do what with? And I think there's so much information on this modern collaboration architecture one-pager and in the PowerPoint presentation that actually you get to answer a lot of those questions and start to think about the whole ethos around the organization in terms of you know looking after the individuals um, and, uh, uh, and making sure the well-being of, of the individual. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. Also, what I also really like is, uh, and you've got that also here is when you look at the different characteristics I was going to go with exactly um, the same great, great brains as yeah. always so in the in the powerpoint they actually bring those two together so you actually have a, have a comparison between how, what are the uh, characteristics of a team or a community how are they different how do they differ from each other and it says for example a team uh, is where you're uh, mandatory to be a member based on the skills that uh, we need. While in a community, it's optional to be a member based on the interest or or passion. So, for example, if we have a uh, mountain bike community and you're not into cycling like I am, it would be a waste of time to be involved in there. No, I agree with that. But I like the next level. The next level, too, of that characteristics is that it is about the size and capacity. So the larger the community, the better. The more chances yes. are you have of getting better ideas, better di better descriptions. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in a team, we're, we're talking about uh, uh, agile numbers here, you know, five to 12 people, you know, nine plus or minus. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really curious to, to see how they came up with those numbers like the optimal team is five to twelve people uh they are said recommendation not optimal no no, no. there's a yeah. different there's a difference in the word but that is okay. that is fine yeah. but there is actually some science behind it um are you gonna ask me what it is now or are you gonna look at me <laughs> to tell you what it is but i can't exactly remember no. um but it's all about the dynamics of the individual and how many times you ask somebody a question so mm -hmm. Hey, do you really think we should make that uh, open to everybody's traffic? And there's a number of people that's opinion actually drives the decision. And True. of course, if you have too many people, then you need Power BI to be able to equate the different options to come up with a solution. True. So then it bec and it's the difference between quantitative mm -hmm. and qualitative. And you always want to be able to do qualitative stuff in a team that True. we agree with and drive forward. Yes. Whereas a larger number, it's about quantitative. Yeah, And because the definition of a team is a group of individuals working towards a common goal, 
whereas the definition community is a group of individuals with a common interest or passion. So you're aiming for something in a team, whereas in a community you're learning and developing and, and, and thinking through ideas and, and coming up with, with things that are, are new. Yep. So uh, I can give you an example. Um, yeah, please I do. have uh, some governance work to do. So um, an, uh, an organization, do me a favor, Moran, just pop open the door and see whether the dog wants to come in or wants to play. Okay. Now you see the dog is tapping on the door and in normal protocol that says let me in. But my dog says no. If I annoy you enough, you might come and play with me outside, even yeah. though it's pitch black and freezing cold. Yeah. So anyway. At least it stopped raining. <laughs> At least it stopped raining and the dog is not getting wet. Um, but anyway. So, you know, we obviously have governance in our SharePoint and Teams and, and all those kinds of environments. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And um, how do you have an open environment where you can say people can create your own site and you're responsible for your site and then manage governance? One of the simple things we, we kind of uh, put together was, look, you know, I'm just going to run a PowerShell script, all right, and I'm going to say, hey, look, one of the criteria is that you have to have two admins on every site you create. So if you only have one admin, I'm going to send you an email to say, hey, look, you know, you're the site owner, but you actually need to get a second site owner because we want two admins. Yeah. So that's what we agreed. Everybody agreed, security, compliance, da -da 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 -da, all good to go. Mm -hmm. We sent the emails out after about two months. We, we will get done monthly. And of course, 800 emails went out and 600 complaints came back. What the hell are you emailing? Of course, yes. So we needed another solution. So over the weekend, I was chewing this over and thinking, okay, we need a web part, and the web part will sit on the site, and based upon the criteria, the web part will say you're compliant or you're <laughs> non-compliant, all right? Now, if yeah. I took that to 20 people, it would have taken ages to actually get a decision. Yes. Okay? yes. But I was able to quickly get to the right individuals, because you know I'm not a software person, okay? Mm -hmm. So it was, hey, I've had this idea, can we do it? You know, this is one individual. Yeah, we could do it, and I think we should do this. And then by the time I'd spoken just to two or three people, we'd worked out that actually we need a centralized list, so PowerPoint, Power, uh, PowerShell, sorry, that would fill in the list, and then the web part will point to the list and decide whether you need to do this. And actually, in fact, we're going to use framework to change the header rather than doing it as a web part because okay. those site owners are clever enough to go, Ooh, that's the web part. It's just yeah, a web just part. I can, I can just get delete that. it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, but there was four people involved in that. So now I'm already ready in less than a day. Well, actually, it was only two hours a piece of work. But to present that to mm -hmm. the product owner and go, this needs to be put in the backlog because yeah. we have to meet that requirement. That's not working. This might. Da, da, da. But if I tried to do that in a community and I put it out on Jabber, uh, no, the question yeah. is, would I have got a response? Maybe or maybe not. You would you get know, 200 would opinions. Too many response yeah. or no response. No, you know? so, exactly. So yeah. I think that's, that's why that number is there. There's actually a number of connections in it with a limited number of team. And I think Agile talk about nine min plus or minus three. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a, a six to a 12 thing. Yeah, okay. Now then, I'm going to open this door oh, and okay. let this dog in. Are you going to come in? In you come. Thank you very much. Basket. And everybody's listening to me telling you what to do. You're going to settle down now and be good doggy. You want fussing, don't you? All right, cool. There you go, everybody. I am nice to my animals. 
<laughs> so that was the number of the group, which I think yep. is cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, listen, we've we've described this to people and we've gone through it. So hopefully they've got it. But I wanted to touch on right in the center of my picture. I don't know whether they do it yep. on the PowerPoint yeah, presentation. Yeah, 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 yeah. They talk about the perfect ratio ratio of time. So you're 100% of time that you enable yourself or you enable collaboration as in the community, with your individual work or with the team. And I think this number is wrong, but then maybe it's right. But practically, how do we get there? Because they're basically saying that 10% of your time in the community sounds about right. You know, an hour of day talking to people, just spitballing ideas around, grabbing yeah. coffee with people. Yeah. You know, that's about 10% yeah. of your time, isn't it? So that Networking. tends to work. Yeah. I can see that working. Yeah. 20% of my time as an individual doing my own thing? I think so. Like, for example, you just said about that, that uh, whole web part that you wanted to develop. So you had that idea, you asked a few people, and then you were working on a PowerPoint or in a Word document describing what it needs to be and how it needs to look. That's not teamwork. That's your individual work and then you're going to present it to a team. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just, yeah, but I, I've been thinking this idea yeah. through for about five days until yes. it eventually came to some kind of fruition, fruition and get yeah. rid of the rubbish and, and everything else. But, you know... Um, one of the things that a lot of people are complaining around about the last year in lockdown, and it nearly is a year, isn't it? Um, but but in lockdown is finding that creative time. Yes. Amongst everything else. And so yeah. 20% just doesn't feel right. I, it may be So you perfect. think it should be higher? I think it should be higher. Okay. okay. I think the the individual as a person is a crucial resource and if that resource is only actually being creative 20% of the time, then I th- we're missing out. out as a company. Yeah. Yep. But then again, mm-hmm. there is creativity, of course, that comes out of the team. So exactly. Maybe yes. that's yes. maybe you know these people know. Well, these people yeah. do know better than me. They spent all their time researching it, and I'm looking at it. But then, of course, that leaves 70% of the time working in the team. Yeah. Okay. So I don't I, know. I think that that will always be different depending on what kind of con- uh, company it is. Okay, what kind of company it is, and and what kind of of uh, person it is, and what kind of role he plays in the organization. Now I knew you were going to say that because you, we talked about it earlier. So here's the question yeah. that's been formulating in my mind since you said that. All right, okay? how do you judge? for your organization what the right figure is so that you can measure the organization to see whether it's achieving it. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had this catch-22 thing that basically says, you know, I'm going around in circles and never get anywhere. So that's why I kind of like a set of figures. Yes. And, And I think you can measure yourself and say, actually, we constantly fall at 60, 30, 10. Mm-hmm. But that works for us. Yes. So I, th- I think that that number is something that gets created for your organization. And then you have to decide, are we being efficient this way or are we not? Or do we need to change? Yeah. So we get to that qualitative thing, even though it's numbers, maybe. Yeah. But for example, like uh, somebody working on a support desk, for example, th- those numbers will be different. He will spend or he or she will spend more time just 
logging those cases and 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 solving all those issues and it will not be that much teamwork it will be way more individual work just so there's one individual doing all of the tickets on a help desk never no never no so there's always a is is yeah, there, there's a, a team's team component time. in there yeah. but it it will not be that high uh, for, for example if i'm doing purchasing um i just get purchase orders and i just need to make them happen there will be some uh teamwork involved but most of the time that will just be me doing my regular process work does does a purchasing person not work with a tender person and a finance budgeting person as probably. part of a team? Yeah, probably. No, I, I listen, yeah. I'm not dissing no, no, what no, you're no, saying. No. I'm just trying to no, approach no. it in a way that says yeah. we 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 are more in a member of a team than we think we are. Of course, probably. So yes. and 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 I think that's. I just where don't like is. other people in my team. I just <laughs> want to do my freaking thing and just leave me alone. You just I'm want to collaborate yeah. on your own. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> that's what I do daily. Yeah. I understand. I understand. But I th but I think those those teams that you jump from one team to another quite on a regular basis. I think I jump in and out of at least five or six different meetings every day. Oh with, yeah, no, with definitely. Different kinds yes. of teams. Yes. So yes. defining the team is an interesting one, which is why I come back to this idea of a common goal mm -hmm. that I kind of, you know, bellyate about earlier yeah. um, and then taking it from there. But that maybe takes us back to these characteristics that we talked about mm -hmm. earlier. So we talked about the membership characteristic, one being optional, one being mandatory. We talked about the size again, that, that three, five to 12 and the larger. And then we get with this focus area. So focus on the outcome delivery aligned with strategic priority of the organization is that teams or is that community it's teams you're looking at the same powerpoint yeah so, so you know that's the team is that the team is looking for the value the strategic priority the goal that we're trying to deliver whereas the characteristics is focusing on learning innovation capturing i love this term organizational experience mm -hmm. and employee engagement yeah so then i think 10 percent of my time is that where my creativity is in that community and, well it depends on on what kind of communities that you are working on is that gonna be the goldfish community is that gonna be mountain bike playing golf is that gonna be what or, about community or, general, regardless of the subject? Yeah, but because the, the communities have to have, you have to have a reason to spend, to let people spend 10% of their time into a community. There has to be a, an organizational goal in order to achieve that, in order to have that. That has to have an ROI for your company. So th that was really interesting. You're, the key words in that statement you just meant was to let my employees have 10% of their time to do this work. Yeah, but if, if Microsoft says give people 10% to spend in communities, that somebody needs to pay for that time. And, and me as, as the CEO, as the employer, I need to spend for 5,000 people 10% of their time to do something that doesn't directly benefit my organization, that doesn't directly benefit my revenue. So that has to have some kind of benefit to the organization. 
in a purist world. You, you yeah. know, I mean, you know, I've gone through all the leadership management mm. levels and uh, made it as a, to IT director, and and now I'm having fun with all of that experience. I don't think I've ever ever told any member of my team what to do. I've the good the good members of the team just know and get on and do it yeah. based upon where we're at. And if they want to go and spend two hours chatting together about X and Y and Z, as long as everything else, I don't really mind. As long as the result because is delivered. No, but I don't measure yeah. the results. It's oh. a little bit like Google. And is it one day or half a day? Yeah. Every employee yes. gets a day off a week to go and do their own personal projects. Nobody tells them what to do or what not to do. No, it's true. And I, and I but it's not spending a day taking care of your goldfish. It could well be. It could very well they be. They actually yes. do. You know, go fishing. Go if we can uh, weaponize the goldfish and put some 5G things in there so that they can... Mm -hmm. Mr. Richer Sounds. Have you heard of a guy called Mr. No. Uh, uh, Julian Richer, his name is. He invented... He came. His business model was very simple. Um, um, Atashi, National Panasonic, all these people, they issue new tape recorders, CD players... All right, on a regular basis. I'll buy your old ones that you've not sold and I will sell them through my chain store. So you got next to new model and yeah. he made a, a small fortune out of it. And he used to pay one employee a week to go to the pub and have a drink for an hour. He would actually say, here's a tenner, off you go, buy a pie and a pint. So 51 employees out of his 51 stores every Friday got to go and have a drink. And... That's because that he got to say, that's your thinking time. If you come up with an idea, great. If we don't, won't. That, I think, to me, is the attitude organizations should take. I don't think they should monitor or manage it. This is way too much fun. You're no, right. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this, this just brings us into a nice segue into the whiskey. Oh, nice one. <laughs> nice yes. one. But, but, but I wanted to emphasize that. My view of this is that I don't want to measure this 10%. Mm -hmm. And actually see what they get. I want to trust my employees yes. to, to get them to do it. And I yeah. think naturally it happens. Yeah. Okay. But of course, if it turns into 20 or 30 or 40% and then you're not meeting your goals, then that's a, a different thing yeah. altogether. So, so I think it's important that people feel that they're able to go do that. Yeah. And I think in the organizations when we work together, they did not mind that happening. And no, true. Know, exactly. No, and, no. And the organization but I can, I can definitely see the benefits of yeah. something like that. I'm just... Trying to quantify it again. Yes. Yes. No, yes. it's your thing. Yes. I get that. And that's, yeah. that's where you're at. Yeah. Uh, whereas, uh, you know, I like the qualitative stuff. I'm, I'm just, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a blue person. I need to have a reason to do something. Oh, we're getting to diversity again. Yes. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yes. But you're right. This has spent an hour so far of our time. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So much okay. for another short podcast. Yeah. Okay. Another short podcast. Anyway, so, we can definitely be very short about whiskey. We can. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. No, no. So no. you've brought a whiskey here that you do not think we're going to enjoy. Uh, well, it's definitely a whiskey that I don't... I, I had high hopes and they didn't... They weren't uh, matched, my hopes. Didn't match your hopes. No. This is from your favorite area of Scotland as well. I know. I know. This is the Ardbeg Wee Beastie. And it's the Ardbeg. Uh, it's their newest, well, well, one of their newest releases. And it's a five-year-old Ardbeg. And to be very short for me, they can just leave it in the barrel for another five years. And then make it a big beastie. Yes, exactly, because the Artbeck 10-year-old is 
one of my favorite let's I'll, I'll i will not say daily whiskies but it is one of my favorite whiskies it's just got in terms of that everything. peaty smoked area yeah. exactly it's got I, everything i want i have three whiskies in that area i have the lafrague 15 yeah the coral Ela, and the Ardbeg. And yeah. I constantly go, which one of these is better? So I have to keep tasting the three of them. Just They're to, different. To try and They're different. They are different, yeah, but yeah, in terms no, of preferences, yes. it's interesting. Yes. Oh, we're in our 10% community time now, by the way. We're, yes. We're, we're not in working. Our, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, thinking Hats, uh, the, the uh, experimental thing. So when you, when you smell this whiskey, you... Oh, the dog's snoring the, the, away in the yes, corner now. Exactly. <laughs> so when you smell the whiskey, you definitely know it's an Ardbeg. You immediately get that typical, well, I think so, that typical Ardbeg smell. Okay. I won't argue you with that. You get that typical peaty, but not just that peaty. You, you smell that it's not a Lafrague. You smell that it's not a Kalila. It's not a Bomor. It's not whatever. You yeah, typically yeah. smell... This well, is it's always a, a fruity smoke, a, a fruity peaty. Yes, nose. exactly. There's no doubt about yes, that. And, exactly. and this is citrus and peat. Yeah. Yes. So uh, they've but been. I'm not sure they mix, but it's an interesting yeah. nose. Yeah. It's a little antiseptic as well. Yes, that as well. But that might be because I stored it somewhere in a proof container. No, 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 no. <laughs> it wasn't. No, no, no. You'd, you'd use the bottle for a urine sample before yes, or something. Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay. But anyway, I get it. It's not but an unattractive it's, nose. It smells like a typical Ardbeg, but you get um, it. Like when you get the Ardbeg 10 uh, nose, you really smell that it's a complete whiskey. You're not oh. wrong, are you? I am not wrong, you know? <laughs> this could have been so much better. If you compare this to an Ardbeg 10, yeah, where Ardbeg 10 is the full-grown body, this is the... It's, it's the wee beast. It's a small, little, tiny beast, but it's more like... I, I was kind of hoping that, that it would be the rabbit from the um, Monty Python's uh, Holy Quest uh, movie. The, the, the rabbit. Little, the the dangerous rabbit. killer rabbit. Exactly. I was kind of hoping <laughs> that it would be It's a wee rabbit, Nissa Killer. Don't go anywhere near that. Nissa exactly. Killer. I was hoping that it would be, that this would be it. I but it's not. find this strange. Yes. So on the, on the nose, you get that typical Arabic, but you also smell a little of that... I don't know how to say that in English, but it's it's um, when you're churning butter, you also have that. Oh, like the rancid flavor when yes, the butter starts to burn. Exactly. Yes, that. So you get that a little bit, and that I think translates into the taste a lot. It's the finish that kills me. It's like smoker's ash. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like smoke. It's like ash, which I really don't enjoy. Tobacco ash. No, she doesn't want to go out. Um, okay. You've got a fussy old dog today. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's so. gave herself a dead leg. Oh, okay. She'll okay. be fine in a yeah. bit. She has a problem. Mm -hmm. So she's going to go and try and sleep in the basket, I think. Yeah. Okay, cool. But uh, 
I mean, I, yeah. I looked at some of the notes earlier on this, and it's a strange mixture. So the taste talks about some real diversity here. They talk about dark chocolate. They talk about hickory smoked bacon. Okay. And then they talk about eucalyptus together. And those three things kind of already tell me that this is strange. But the finish here, is, they say finishes long and briny with a coating mouthfeel. But I just it I is just oily. It. it is very oily. That yeah. is true. And it's got a long finish, but I just don't like the taste it's of it. Not dis it's, it's not an ugly whiskey. It's not kind of, I'm gonna, just going to pour this down the sinky kind of whiskey. No, no, right. no. That's true. But it's also not a, it's not a relaxing, sipping kind of enjoy this differences that this no, whiskey has. Sure. I got a bunch of whiskies over there that, that are strange, mm -hmm. but they're pleasantly strange. Yes. You know? Like Le Petit. Exactly. We love the Le Petit, exactly. but, but, it, but it has something different about it yes. that, uh, that makes it. But this yes. has tried to be different, and I think... Yeah. This is not a whiskey to relax when you're in the seat, when you're watching your Master Chef. Yeah. This is not it. No. It's an ugly whiskey. <laughs> It's an ugly whiskey. Oh no! I feel like now I sp I, I've spoiled you by by just saying no, not at all. all I know you things. said to you was disappointed in it before, but yeah. I do. I mean, when I tasted this, I had to put the glass down and step away. Step away from the whiskey. Yeah. It's That's a bit feisty. Well, it's very feisty. It's not. It's not a smooth, well-rounded whiskey. It's it's got a little feist in it. That's why I think that that beastie part is. Is is definitely there in place, but it's not that, it's not that mature. So I will take the ten-year-old any day of the week uh, instead of this one. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, a pity. I I was a bit nosy when I said the nose has got wood sap on here, you know. So I was kind of expecting to to pick up some nice sweetish, mm. aniseedish yeah. kind of, uh, mm -hmm. but that's not there at all. Yeah. It's a very interesting whiskey. The nose you can get used to. Those strong yeah. citrus and, and smoke, that, yeah. that, that you can accept. And I guess I can now think what they're trying, when they mean by wood sap. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of, uh, you touch it on the tree and piney yeah. kind of, uh, and I get that. Mm -hmm. And the taste, the initial taste is, it's fine. But then when that finish comes in, yeah, that's when you kind of step away. What does happens yeah. when you drop water in it? It it opens it up. It definitely opens it up a little bit, but it's still not that deep. Oh, there it is again. <laughs> there are some whiskies we've tasted, and and again, I don't want to. People don't get me wrong. I'm not really really trying to piss all over this. I'm not. But there are some whiskies we've tasted where. The flavor, the, the finish goes on, and all of a sudden yeah. you get a really pleasant something appear. Yes. You, and this is opposite. There's really something unpleasant appears yeah. about five seconds after you've swallowed it. <laughs> yes. To be, to be short, uh, as, a, as a... As a... Um, oh, I'm, I'm struggling a, to a find... A rounded drink? The words. No, as a, as a takeaway, uh, as an ending, I'm happy I didn't buy a bottle. <laughs> Oh, okay. You got a sample, did you? Yes, yes. That's interesting. Oh, well. Um, anyway, so I suppose we ought to tell everybody what that is. So this is the Ardbeg Wee Beastie. 
Yeah. It's a, it is a young whiskey. It's only five years yes. old, which yes. is kind of only a year yeah. or so extra as a, on top of the minimum. Um, and I, yeah, it, it, mm -hmm. on, on the site I'm looking at, it has a 7.9 out of 10, which for an Ardbeg is quite low. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll take a 10-year-old any day of the week. I'll take an Ugdal. I'll take a Supernova, which is super expensive. They are brilliant. Well, and it would this be this super expensive. This is cheap. This this yes. whiskey is a forty no, exactly. pound bottle, yes. forty yes. euro bottle of whiskey. And it was very very funny to see when they first came out that uh, people were paying sixty euros for a bottle of them, and now you can find them at thirty five. That's because the marketing was good. I mean, yes. the marketing yeah, is, yeah, is yeah, pretty yeah. cool for this. Yeah, everybody but wanted to be first. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Mm -hmm. But I. But I. But I do get that. So it is the odd big. We beastie, it is obviously at the, the lower end of their scale. You might like it. I mean, let's be honest, you hated the 9.1, the... Uh, the Octomore. The yes. Octomore. Yes. You didn't like that either, but no. I just adored that. Yeah. But this is dislike on a different scale. And I think it's that finish here that, that kills me for this for this thing. I yep. like the, 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 the nose I can get used to. But yeah, anyway, so Ardbeg, five-year-old, we beastie. Uh, that's what we finished yep. with. Um, and uh, the podcast was pretty cool. I mean, we we're already at one hour and ten minutes, so we're on a long oh, podcast no. today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there was so much to talk about in that modern collaboration stuff. That, that one infographic, yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm, I am going to use that for future customers. I'm uh, probably going to build some kind of session around it to give at community events. Yeah, so my 10% community events. So, yeah. No, I think there's uh, there's a lot involved in that. So, um, just so you've got the references, uh, adoption.microsoft.com. Uh, there's a huge amount of resources. Some other really, really cool, interesting stuff. Have a look for the term attention economy, uh, which is where currently there is kind of, what they're kind of saying is that potentially you can have too much collaboration. And then it changes that balance, that 70, 20, 10 balance, their recommendation. But you can sometimes have too much collaboration, too many meetings to attend, too many people to talk to, too many opinions to consider. Uh, that can actually mean your attention is then focused away from being creative. Getting that balance right is important. So, yeah, uh, yeah I really, really, really look forward to any feedback on this. I find the subject quite fascinating. So yes. if you have any comments... You can uh, get to me on Cy Steve on Twitter. Uh, by all means, follow me, send me a message. Just tell me we're talking crap. I'm happy to do that. Uh, and as always, on these wonderful events, even though we bought a not such a delicious whiskey this time to taste, I am going to hand over to Moraine to actually finish off the podcast. Thank you so much. And I'm just going to try to keep it short. Uh, so as always, uh, let me know what you think of this episode at Maran Somers on Twitter and uh, talk to you next time. If I give you a bottle, will that help you hit the road? That would be awesome. If only we could put whiskey in the cloud and build an app to download it straight into the glass. And you said I was the millennial. Alright, out, out. Thank you, miss. See you next time. Oh, Steve, you know what? You know what we forgot to talk about? Next time, Moraine, on the next Office 365.